Previously on The Forge. We need your help to find and take down Tyrio. Both of your dogs look up in the sky and start barking at this cloud. No one believes me, that, but there was a dragon. The weirdest thing was that a man was riding it. You happen to look up and you see a strange, like, fleshy webbing all over the ceiling. There's this, like, strange, ugly, humanoid creature with, um, with fur all over its body. Adjacent to them is a gnome. Uh, meanwhile, this gnome in the rafters is wiggling around in its fleshy web mesh and begins screaming, No! You need to flee! You need to get out of here! It's not safe! You see all this, and then you see movement in the ceiling as four small, not tiny, four small bats open their eyes, see you, and attack. You turn around just in time to see one of these bats become no longer a bat, but instead a human person, and then they deteriorate to ethereal ash. As you go up the stairs, you find another um, small room a uh, with a few windows and an open ceiling that goes um, that leads to, but everything else seems unimportant compared to the figure standing, no twitching in front of the window. Its back is turned. You guys are, or rather, Benji, you are standing in the center of a room that is uh, four meters wide by, and six meters long. Um, immediately, this, what you've probably easily identified as a corrupted hunter, stands in front of you and attacks. It's going to get a surprise action, uh, and it's actually going to try to grab you. Um, you will need to make an acrobatics, athletics, or endurance check. Um, or sorry, acrobatics or athletics to avoid being grappled. The check you're going to have to beat is going to be an eight. 13. So then you are not grappled. Um, it is standing really close to you, and that's when it casts Corrupted Mist. All creatures within the mist take 1d6 plus reason mod damage, so you will take this damage no matter what it sounds like. The mist will last for four rounds. And then Benji, you are going to take, oh, it's not too bad, five corruption damage. Also, do you remember the rules for corruption? No. I believe it affects your, um, your AP as well. Oh. Target must succeed. You need to make another endurance check. Yeah, just an endurance check. Seven. He unfortunately rolled a uh, 11. That corruption damage will cause you to lose... I guess this is different. Um, seven AP as well. That is the end of the corrupted hunter's turn. Um, Nariel and Rayla, you have heard the commotion upstairs, and there is some corrupted mist um, flowing through the staircase. I'll start to head up that way. Yeah. Um, Does this count as like an action, or can we make it all the way up the stairs? You guys will make it all the way up the stairs with just uh, your movement. Okay, cool. Wish I could like through throw dot and through the window. Do, I mean, somebody in this room has Sonic. Hey. Maybe you should go next then. <laughs> Scenario, you did make it all the way up the stairs, um, and you do have another action to try to throw him out the window if you want. I would like to do that. Um, can I stand like in kind of in front of Benji next to Benji? Yeah, I don't you know guys, where I would you guys be. can share the same space. Okay, cool. 
Um, just because I don't want to get Benji out of the window, too. Uh, okay, so then I'm going to use uh, Cone with Sonic. Nice. All right. Roll that attack. Yeah. Well, that wasn't great. Uh, 11. That is enough. His will. Uh, yeah, you beat his will. Um, roll your damage. Uh, 17 damage. Whoa. Yikes. Um, and that was Sonic. Yee. Sonic is not the ability that causes a creature to be pushed. Um, that is oh. that is air. He is he is wearing he's not wearing metal armor, um, but you hit him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. What do you mean metal? What does so that if he's uh, if he was wearing concuss sorry if he was wearing metal armor and you had dealt Sonic damage and missed, then you would have still dealt half damage because Sonic has a concussive trait. Ah, it is air that causes a thing to be pushed. So if you guys have air, you can, someone can push no. him out. That's right. It is now. Uh, his turn again. I'm not going to deal the miss damage until the beginning of the next full round. The corrupted hunter is going to uh, use its corrupted warhammer against you, Nariel. Yikes! Okay. Probably, probably is going to do that. So it's 11, 14, 17 versus your fortitude. <laughs> yeah, it deals nine bludgeoning damage to you. Oof! Um, and then it is going to attempt to grapple Benji again. Benji, do you want to roll that uh, athletics or acrobatics? I went with acrobatics. This is, let's see. Sorry, math. That is 11. You, you escaped. Plus four. Okay. Yeah, he reaches down to try to grab you, and you just slip out of his reach. Um, it is either Benji or Rayla's turn. I do have air. You want to try pushing him out the window? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I think I'm going to move up to... I know that Nariel and um, Dylan, not Dylan, Nariel and Benji are in the same area. So I'm going to move up the stairs a little bit. And would I be able to shoot like an air ray past them towards this hunter? Or do I have to move in front of them to do ray it? Ray targets a single creature. So you would be able to shoot past them. Okay, cool. So I will try that then. Um, so I'm going to do um, a ray infused with air. Well, or try to at least. Does 19 hit? 19 absolutely hits as well. Get him. Roll your damage, and I'm not going to succeed this endurance check. Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to spend an extra point, or an extra, yeah, an extra aether point for uh, damage, but I don't need to roll for- um, Risk, that's right. Sanity. Yeah, because I have ethereal adept, and also I know how to do this, so. 22. 22 damage wow all right so you blast this guy with this air ray and you can see his his feet are slipping just because he's wearing like socks he didn't get dressed all the way he rolls a total of a six on his endurance save and he needed to beat a 19 your air ray rushes past him and shatters the glass behind him as you continue to force this dead corrupted hunter out he ends up falling over the edge and topples to the ground below all right. That was uh, what I expected you to do. That was quick. Uh, but it went faster than I thought. So nice job, guys. That was actually a, a tough monster I didn't realize. <laughs> his his mist dissipates uh, after he leaves because he had to concentrate on creating it. You want to whack me with your stick? Yeah, sure. You get 10 HP. Can I get bonked? Yeah, I'll bonk you too. You get 12. I'll take five, but thanks. Okay. oh man okay great okay benji i'm gonna need you to take a deep 
cleansing breath. I run up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Benji, you rush up the stairs. I don't know. Why don't you tell me what you were expecting to find before I describe what you actually see? I was, I guess, thinking running up these stairs that I was really finally going to kick Tyrio's ass. So I was looking for that blue dragon, just waiting to see him, I don't know, maybe with like some other like god they're controlling under his like control or something. Reaching the top of Fort Ruix, you find yourself looking out over a vast and desolate wasteland. The rim lies in the east, where a hint of green can be seen creeping over the jagged mountains. A long, agonized moan reaches your ears from above. Looking up, you see a series of copper wires wound around each column of the bell tower, and in some cases piercing the roof and bell itself. Attached and impaled by these copper wires hangs an old, shriveled, naked elf with wispy gray hair and deep wrinkles. One of these wires has pierced his heart and hangs erect facing northeast toward the center of coil. I come up the stairs. (laughs) Same. This is exactly what I was expecting to find. This is exactly what I was expecting to find. This exact... Yeah, yeah. I can't say I'm surprised. The elf that I described is directly above you guys. Like hanging from the ceiling? Uh, You can say hanging, but really he's kind of... uh, Suspended by lots of taut wires. Yeah, that makes sense. Yuck. I just like don't have any words to say. I'm I'm just like this blows. Yeah. I'm like pretty shocked, but is he conscious? Yes. And he's looking down at you um with an expression of disdain uh mixed with despair. I am struggling with how angry I am at this person for everything and also for like understanding that they're being used and I just look up at him and say what did you think was going to happen? Can I... How far up is he? I missed that part. of the. He is 10 feet above you guys. So 15 feet... Of, or sorry, 2 meters above you guys or uh, 3 meters from the floor. So if I go walk over there and summon an earth wall under me, I can raise myself up to his you level? You can. Uh, he is going to respond to Benji. I expected power which is all I have ever wanted. And now what do you want? Mercy. Um, I reach over and I put my hand on Benji's shoulder and I just kind of squeeze it. And then I'm going to walk over um, to in front of Tyrio and summon my earth wall under me. But while you're doing that, I say, where is he heading next? What do you know? I don't know. I thought that it would be Sonos up here. If I were to guess, he's going for Sonos next. Do you know what fort he's going to? I thought it was this one. Ugh, I just feel all gross. I just feel gross. I feel like Benji's having a little PTSD right now. Do you need to do you need to lose some sanity or roll some endurance to avoid take, uh, losing sanity? I think that would be best. Okay. Seven? No, wait. Eight. You are suffering uh, some PTSD, but you don't lose any sanity right now. I like. I have to look away because I'm just. I'm so like. Like, I wanted to, like, completely destroy this person. Like, his name is etched in almost every weapon and bomb I have. Roll a perception check. Fourteen. As you look away, you glance down the stairs, where a gnome that had previously been pinned to a wall 
is now climbing up slowly. He sees you notice him, and he tells you, it's for the greater good. Oh my god, like, all of my rage is now completely directed at him. Keats made a fucking mistake, and he didn't realize what he's just done. And I throw, like, four daggers at him. Okay, you you do that. I was gonna say, if you don't, I'm gonna summon some arrows. (laughs) As everybody's like, (laughs) Oh, does 18... 18 hits his reflex. So that's 26 damage. You do 26 damage to him. The dagger ends up embedding in his shoulder. 18. You hit him again. 26. Jeez, Dylan. These are my, like, my um, elven time daggers. So it's basically 3d6 times 2 minus 2. Whoa. You, You throw your second dagger and you hit him again. And if I'm not mistaken, he's critical. All right. I'm just, like, still just, like, burning with rage, just gonna throw everything I can until he is just out of this world. Because, like, he just became the new target. Uh, 24 to reflex. Uh, 24 hits him, absolutely. Uh, 24. Okay. Alright, and just, like, my fourth of these daggers that have had Tyrio etched in them the whole time, because these are my, my cold iron elven daggers that I enchanted with time specifically for him and now like all of this rage just is entirely directed now at keats for saying this thing because i have no idea what to do with all this anger now well now you this is what you're doing with it that's exactly what i'm doing with it i like the irony of this (laughs) 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 it's good (laughs) 19 you hit him 20 that is the end of your turn. Keats is in bad shape. He has daggers poking out of him like like a pin cushion. He's going to do it. I want to just go strangle him now. All of you roll a perception check. I got a 14. Eight. Can Nariel even see since she's focused on Tyrio or? I feel like Nariel's aware of what's going on. That's fair. And Nariel? Uh, 10. Suddenly, Keats vanishes. Who's next? I'm going to... I'm going to yell at Nariel. I'm going to say, I think it's time before Keats does it. I don't want to. And Oh, it makes me feel so gross. I know you don't want to, but it's better us than him. Uh, it's the same as it was with Micah. There's got to be something else that we can do. Is there a way that I can, like, get him out of this thing without killing him? You don't know a way. Can I figure out a way? <laughs> I don't mean to make it feel like you're railroaded. The thing that is, like, Benji killed Leica by removing the wires from her her heart. So if you were to remove these wires, it will kill him. It, I, th- I think it's better to do that than have the, the power drained from him, even though... Well, yeah. Because yeah, that's what they're doing, assumably. I say again, does anybody have that time form, you know, the one that we were talking about, where you could go and, like, unmake a person? Like... <laughs> What is that form called? I know which one you're talking about. What is it? Weave. Uh, Weave! Oh my god. I don't have it, but I wish I did. Ah, shit. I can't even learn weave. I don't even have a rank in divination. I have nothing. Uh, All right. Uh, Sorry, I'm just looking at my forms. I just don't want to... I just don't want to do this! I'm going to put you on a time crunch here because we are in combat. All right. I am going to look around and see if I can see this asshat. 
not Terry, uh, other asshat. Uh, you don't, because you didn't roll a high enough perception. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I am going to put my hand on the side of Tyrio's face and look into his eyes. I always loved you. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I do not see Arn in this man at all. And uh, I take my, I don't know, my staff, the pointy end, and I cut the wire going into his heart. Um, all right, you cut the wire. It's just, it's like a thick copper wire, but you're using your quicksilver, you said? Like the, the point mm-hmm. of tip? Okay, yeah, you cut through it, no problem. That wire falls limp, uh, and the erect wire opposite of him that was pointing uh, northeast, it slides out and falls off the tower. I'm going to catch him. I'm assuming he's going to fall. I'm going to do another wall under him, and I'm going to catch him. He does not fall. Just okay. because you cut one of the wires that is that is connected to his heart does not mean you have cut all of the wires suspending him up there. However, as the wire on the north end falls, it rips through his chest, or rather his back at this point. And you watch, or rather, maybe not watch, but you see that as it is falling, it is carrying something with it. And it looks like oh, it's no, a no, therum crystal. You're going to need to roll an acrobatics check or some kind of uh, finesse check to try to grab that as it's falling now. Uh, 12. You are able to grab the wire before it falls, saving the aether crystal or the therum crystal that is attached to it. And that's when you hear Tyrio whisper something behind you, his last words, which are, I'll return with chaos and I'll remember and then his body turns to ash. Literally all I'm thinking is like, you fucking better and it better not be pointed at me. I assume that is your entire turn. Oh yeah, I'm sure. At that point, a gnome rematerializes, shouting, no, and dives for you. I'm gonna kick him. Well, you just finished your turn. He is going to use his daggers. Fine. Uh, and he will be using a sneak attack because he was stealth and you did not see him. But this is not unexpected, so I'm going to look at him right in his eyes with determination and spite. That was not a great attack. Does a 10 hit your reflex? Yes. Okay, um, he comes down on you with, with a dagger, and because he is sneak attacking, he gets to deal an extra d6 of damage, and then he is also going to activate his weak spot ability, which will allow him to do an Jesus. extra 1d6 of damage. He is going to deal 14 piercing damage. Can I roll an endurance to not move or blink? Sure. I want to scare him. What'd you get for your endurance? 14. Does he have intimidate? He doesn't. Yeah, you don't flinch. And that is his entire turn since he used an an action and moved. So that puts it to Rayla. I'm going to summon arrows. Okay, I got nine arrows. And I'm going to throw one for my next action, right? Yep. Does 15 hit? 15 hits. Sweet. Uh, I am going to add another die of damage without losing sanity because I'm good. Seven damage. The arrow hits him, but it looks like at this point, it's not really phasing him. He is enraged and on a mission. And also, it's like somebody just did 80 plus damage to him. So, you know, what's the yeah. damage? I just wasn't sure if he was almost dead. Oh, he's almost dead. But that was not enough to kill him. He's going to quickly fire his repeating crossbow at you, Rayla. Does 15 hit your reflex? It does. All right. Four piercing damage. Okay. And he gets to do that again as the same action. Okay. 
does a nine. Does. Okay. Just barely. And then that's going to be six piercing damage. Okay. Um, and then as a second action, he is going to try to take the wire with the Theron crystal away from Nariel. To do that, he is going to... He's going to leap off of the tower and grab onto the wire as he's doing it. Please let me roll an acrobatics to just avoid it. You may roll just, You may roll an acrobatics know. versus his acrobatics. That worries me. Yeah, he is a rogue. He's a small boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I bet he didn't roll two sixes. No, he only rolled one six. 30. Whoa! He rolled a... A 17 acrobatics check. So he dives off trying to grab onto this wire and you tug it out of the way, but he does successfully grab onto the banister, um, landing on the bottom floor. And now it is either Benji, Rayla, or Nariel's turn as it is a fresh round. I'm sad I was going to kick him off this wall, but I guess that's... Benji, end him. End him. (sighs) All right. Do it for Laika, man. Can I give him bardic inspiration? (laughs) (laughs) i could like ivy bomb him and then just like torture him you you could do that that's a little dark side for you there bud i mean he was getting dark towards tyrion now it's aimed at keith so i kind of get it throw my ancient bronze dagger at his face 23 hit him yeah 23 hits him fuck there's three sixes well he's critical oh good another six there's never been a more appropriate time (laughs) 36 plus 4, that is 40. You know what? You tell me how you want to kill him. Right through the eye. He looks at you, already a pincushion with an ethereal arrow and four daggers already out of it, or already in him, and he he kind of snarls, angry and frustrated, but it doesn't phase you. You throw your ancient bronze dagger. I don't even remember where you got this thing. It was like in the caves underneath underneath Sprung's boss, I think, in the mines. And in your rage, you are hyper-focused. You aim at his face, and you throw it right through his eye. Ugh. It embeds itself in, his, in him, and you see him go limp, clattering to the floor. Hey, recall him. We can do it again. And his... <laughs> and your daggers uh, fall out of him as he turns to ash. Recall him, and then he, and then we actually kill him because he won't works. have time to get a new. I don't think it'll work if I if I just look at the ash. That and all he's right, done it with like, us before. I don't want to do it again. Have I done that with Ash? Yeah, you did that with, all the, with us all the time, or all the time. I mean, like the couple of times that we've died and been recalled. All right, I do it. I'm recalling on his ash. All right, he comes back. It'll be six AP total to do it. Six. Yeah, three time, three recall. Oh, it, I thought we just applied one point of the aspect. Every time you apply time is three. At least right now, when we switch it to XP, it'll just be one XP. And you recall him. Uh, you reach down into the I'm ash. Throw another dagger at him. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You reach down into the ash and bring him back. He is at full HP, uh, full AP, and you can throw another dagger. Why I didn't want to do this? <laughs> Let me see what daggers do I have left. A lot. No, do a do a an ivy bomb so he can't go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll throw an ivy bomb at him. I hate is, this guy so is much. Is ivy bomb, is it a light item? Oh, no, you're right. It's got to be a dagger. Oh, all right, well. I bet I bet he has more than one phylactery, just saying. I mean, I guess that's a fair so, point. I just hate him. I know, but I didn't I really see the point of this. I'm sorry. Well, you didn't say that. You just said you didn't want us. So <laughs> yeah, maybe but- articulate your emotions next yeah, time. Yeah, but you guys should have thought about it. <laughs> it's all right, Maddie. I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to use... Oh, yeah, I'm going to use one of my time deck. How far is that exactly? Two meters from you. 
I'm going to use my iron time daggers. Let's do one of those, and I'll do double damage instead of double distance. <laughs> 27. <laughs> you hit him. Let's see. Why am I having such a hard time with math right now? 12. Uh, it is Keith's turn, and he smiles at you as he pit. Is it Keith's turn? Yes, because enemies go between between you guys. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. And he smiles at you um, as he picks up two of your time daggers and then uses his second action to throw them at you, Benji. Bring it. I know how they fly, bitch. Uh, the first one does a nine hit your reflex. Nope. And the second one is... Does a 12 hit your reflex? Nope. All right, both of them fly by. Um, they don't fly off the edge because I'm not an asshole. Uh, but that is Keith's entire turn. I'll go, if that's okay. I'm going to say, let's get this over with. And I am going to cast Meteor. Whoa. <laughs> with form shaping. Just shred him. <laughs> He's back at full HP. And <laughs> Just shred him. And like, you're preoccupied. <laughs> and so. No, I'm done. <laughs> Um, I know, but you have the Therum Crystal, so he's going to go after you, probably, after taking care of us, and I'm not doing so hot right now. So, uh, so form shaping, so it's not going to hit any of us, and I would like for it to, like, yeah, not target the Therum Crystal either. So, it's six meters wide, ten by six, um, twelve rounds. Okay. Do I roll for damage right now, or is that on his turn? Uh, no, you'll roll for damage right now. At the beginning of each of your turns, you'll roll for damage. Okay. And they take 1d6 damage immediately. Okay. Um, I am going to channel Sacred Power and do another d6 of damage. Uh, 19 damage. All right. Are you applying any aspect to this meteor? Uh, yeah, I'll do electricity. <laughs> Incredible. If he's wearing metal, it fucks him up. He is not wearing metal. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, he is wearing Moonweave leather armor. Mm-hmm. That Ooh. sounds cool. Ooh. Yeah, it does. What else are you doing? Um, and then I'll fling another arrow at him. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll that. Uh, does a 16 hit? It does. Eight damage. All right. It is now his turn. He is going to quickly cast resist on himself. Fuck. Um, and he resists electricity. And then he is going to run up the earth wall that Nariel has... Uh, is still sustaining and try to grab at the Therum Crystal again. Do, is this another acrobatics? Uh, this one is going to be a sleight of hand if you want to roll an acrobatics to avoid it. Oh my god. <laughs> Did he do good? No, he rolled three ones. Good. Fuck him. Uh, 17. The Therum Crystal, you swing it out of the way and he clings to the side of your wall. And that is the end of his turn. So I believe that makes it your turn, Nariel. Question. With my wall, instead of like full on dispelling it, can I just like make it topple to the side and smush him? Uh, it would topple to the side and he'd be dangling off the edge of the tower. Oh, good. Cool. I like that. Let's do that. Okay. I'm making a note to just manipulate forms, more physical forms. So like being able to move your meteor radius or moving your twister, I think that it would cost ap to move your wall but still sustaining it is that okay with you yeah can i is it just the one to move it or is it the two because it's an earth wall? Uh, it'll just be one to move it do you think do you think it would be an aether to move a meteor then since it's already already so expensive or could it be like an action and then 
Or like, could it be like a round action to move it? Does that make sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that we, I think that if we're going to make it cost something to manipulate a form that you've already cast, we need to have it cost a, a, a thing. That's fair. Not like sometimes it costs this, but sometimes it costs this. So I think that if we basically what you're saying is that it needs to be something consistent. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word I, I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about a third of the AP it costs to cast it rounded down or rounded Round up, up to one? If that's, I'd be on board with that. So in this case, it would just be one AP. One. I just I wrote a little note to make some rules about it. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. But that will be an action to do this, Brit. That's fine. Okay, so you are going to kind of drop your wall. You kind of sidestep, uh, or you don't drop it, you topple it, and you sidestep to stay on it. And I'm just going to say that's that's part of the same action, because you're just staying where you are. Keats is going to need to roll an acrobatics check to maintain a grip. I'm, like, picturing a really cool, like, toff moment where that's you're, kind like, of step- how I feel right now. Where, where you're, like, stepping off the edge, but you, like, summon it again, so, like, you're still on it, you know? Naria, will you, what is that, an evocation? Wall is evocation. Will you roll an evocation check for me? Yes, I will. Is it plus reason or is it just that? Oh, just an evocation check. Okay. Uh, 10. Yeah, so uh, Keats also got a 10. Oh. Yep, and in Necroforge, Ty goes to Defender. Yes. So he is still hanging on, but he is dangling over the side. Can she step on his foot or his hand? Not his foot. I mean, like, carve into his hand with a knife. Whoa. Use the edge of your staff. Go bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> you still have another action, Nariel. Um, I am going to kind of flip my staff around and use all of the Quicksilver claws to, like, slice his hands. Yikes. Roll an attack. <laughs> yeah, fucking. With advantage. Because <laughs> he's dangling. He can't, he can't, like. Flip around unless magic. Yeah. Aether. Aether's magic. 14. Uh, that hits his reflex, if that's what you were targeting. Uh, yeah, I assumed so. Yes, then you hit him. Oh, yeah, I'll just keep rolling sixes against this asshole. That's fine with Yikes. me. 27 damage to his hands. <laughs> Does he get Quicksilver Sickness or whatever? <laughs> I don't remember how that worked. Um, didn't I put that in a handout? It says melee, do- I wrote, melee does slashing damage plus two and target can contract quickening sickness that's all i got they have to make an endurance check against the attack yeah his check. endurance was one haha <laughs> suck a dick keats so he contracts quickening sickness definitely uh also his endurance check to not let go was a one because he doesn't have endurance so he falls good i don't think there's much he can do to resist that at this point so can he i guess could he warp does he have uh, warp I'm trying to help him. I should not do that, but I'm, you know. He does not have warp. Ha. <laughs> Rookie so, move. So, uh, yeah, Keats, you you uh, you scratch his hand. He contracts quickening sickness, and then he falls. And you kind of peek over the edge of your wall and see him bounce off the roof below, then bounce off the cliff to the side, and then finally land at the cliffside with the switchbacks that lead down into the wasteland. You watch as his broken body deteriorates into ash again, and then the uh, the whole tower, all of Fort Ruig's, shakes at the foundation. Oh. All of you look to the southeast, toward that canyon where you guys had uh, 
where you guys were going to be coming in. And if you recall, I described a slumbering scorpion-like creature kind of resting over there. It's no longer there. Instead, what you see is an enormous plume of ash and dirt and dust as several explosions go off in the canyon. You can't really make out anything of what's going on, but you can probably assume that due to this impending threat of that scorpion-like creature, they decided to seal the pass, blocking your escape. Benji walks over to Tyrio's corpse. Or is it Ash? It's Ash. Uh, and it's probably down, 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 Wait down. a second. Did Laika's body turn to Ash? Uh, Laika's, yeah, Laika's body just kind of turned to Ash, ethereal Ash, not like uh, more pure ethereal Ash, and just kind of drifted away in the wind. Okay, is this the same? Yes. Okay. It is not because he had a phylactery. It is simply that... Okay. It's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, they just... That's just what happens to them. Because you guys are holding... Okay. Like, uh, Nariel is holding his soul right now. Yeah, we're holding on to that. But I just... I walk over to Tyrio's pile of ash and just drop a cutting of, like, his flower in it. Oh. Wow. That's cool. And probably cry. <laughs> I'm sure a couple teardrops fall in there too, but I just have to walk away. Necroforge was created by Paul and Brittany Swenson, and they are joined in playtesting by Maddie Eby and Dylan Krischer. The Forge is edited by Brittany Swenson, with music by Darren Curtis. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, please rate and review us. It really helps. Have a question? Comment? Want to host your own Necroforge campaign? Email us at necroforge at gmail.com or message us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember... None of this is possible without your continued listenership. So thank you, and we'll see you next time. I like the, the, the um, not real words that, Ma- that Maddie makes up when we play. Assumably. Yeah. What's assumably? What's the word for that? Like we tried our best with this one. Presumptively. Assuming. Presumptively, yeah. Presumably. Presumably. <laughs> Maddie is Maddie is Presumptive, her own dictionary. Presumptively is a word, isn't it? <laughs> it is yes. today. Presumptive. Uh, I don't know. I'll Google it, it later. <laughs> <laughs> Presumptive is, right? Yeah. Presumptive is, yeah. And then presumably. As, as, Assumption is, I know that. Assumably. It's a word now. Presumptively is a word. <sighs> Presumptively. Presum- okay, I'm not, t- I'm not talking anymore. This music is not helpful. <laughs> this, this music that's happening right now, I hate it. If you don't do it, I will. <laughs> it's like so high intensity and I'm sitting here like moral quandarying over here. All right.